Welcome to the Dillcast. This is Gobbledatula. Joining me as always is uh, this is episode. Uh, I'm going to start over. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the Dillcast, episode 11. I am Gob Olatula. Joining me as always is the beautiful and radiant. Stuart Jip. Hello. All right. Now, I have a question for you. What do you want? What the hell Go- do you Gobble- want? Gobola Tula. Yeah. Does that mean that you're like, is it like an Irish thing, like, Gobola Tula? Yeah, that's the joke I was going for. Uh, okay. That I'm what, okay. an Irishman. And you're saying Gobola But it couldn't be further from the truth. How can, how, how is it possible to be the opposite of being Irish? What is that? Like, what's the exact opposite of being Irish? Italian. Can't, you know what? I can't argue with that. <laughs> I have no counter to that, so I'm going to go ahead and agree with you. Is that why? Is that why um, there are so many like wars between the Irish and the Italian? Yeah, we keep throwing potatoes and pasta at each other and going, "Eh, eh, you, you, what's the deal with the fit potato famine?" That's my impersonation of Italian Seinfeld. Hey, what's the deal with the potatoes? That was really good. Thanks. What does Italian Costanza sound like? Uh. Eh. Eh. Eh, Mario. Uh, what the fuck? How come <laughs> I'm, I don't have a hair on this part of my head? <laughs> Woohoo. Eh, <laughs> hey, Jerry. I've, I've only seen like three episodes of Seinfeld, you know. You want me to do an impersonation of uh, Italian, Ital- Kramer. Italian Kramer? Yeah, I do, but not, but not, not, not don't, don't do the fifty years ago. <laughs> That's all I'm going to say. Okay, you were going to do the racism, weren't you? Uh, that was where you were going with that, wasn't it? All I have to say is fifty years ago, and okay, and everyone knows what it what it is. What it yeah. Means. yeah, he really put his foot in it, didn't he? He really. Uh, yeah, that whole. He really stepped in it. I gotta say, Michael Richards, don't agree with yeah. him. <laughs> yeah, I gotta be honest with you. That Michael Richards, funny guy, but he has some views that I don't share. Tell you something. For the record, <laughs> not a. I'm not down with racism. All right, now we're we're finally recognized well, we've made our as cool. Clear. We've made our position clear on the Dillcast. I feel. Yeah, we we we're not racist, and we don't want any racists. You know what? To the Dillcast. I'm not down with homophobia either. Oh shit! Cool. Good. Now we're even cooler. I hate, I hate homophobia. Yeah, I hate homophobia and transphobia and all the phobias. Really. See, I was thinking about like if the Dillcast ever launched like a Patreon or something. Like, what would we offer listeners who wanted to uh, give money to the? They. Proceeds, like, I would record. Uh, custom voice messages, and in, in specifically in this voice. Okay. Oh. <laughs> oh God. Hold on. I'm going to the. I'm going to the Gyps Core just to see. Okay, my podcast. Oh, Corrugation Nation. This is Gob. I thank you from the bottom of my heart for being a patron. Oh. 
And then the next one. Oh, hate. Shame me. Um, I appreciate you from my bottom of my heart. So what you're, say, what you're saying is if they pay a certain amount... Then, then they get to hear this. me say their name in a weird voice. <laughs> oh, I, I see. Okay, that's a pretty good idea. I mean, I think we could really clean up on that. And uh, then... The, the main, main I, thing I like the about next, the idea is the that next you're tier, doing it and I don't have to do anything. No, I don't mind. And the next tier yeah. is... Uh, I get a custom message of me threatening... Anybody of their choosing. <laughs> yeah. Hey, Sylvester Stallone. And I always have to use that voice. Yeah, okay. Hey, I Sylvester Stallone. <laughs> I'm gonna fuck you up. <laughs> and then the next year, they get to pay for me to come to their house and um, do a social distance greeting in person i say hey it's me i'm wearing a mask don't worry social distancing and then i leave they have to buy the plane ticket oh i get it they have to pay for all of the travel yeah yeah and the meals and renewing my passport yeah and they have to pay for me to come too so i can supervise the whole proceedings yeah because things Never know with me. Things might get wild. Yeah, things might get tasty. Things might get fresh. You never know. I might. I've heard. I've heard that you're quite handsy. So that's. I'd get worried about that. Handsy. Who told yeah, you like that? A handshake. A handshake that could get, get kind of. Oh, oh, oh! I thought you were talking about the other thing. Oh. What other thing? What do you mean? You know. I don't know what you're talking about, Gob. I have you, no idea. You know the puppets. Oh shit! Yeah, the puppets. Okay, I put on. No, I, I, I put on puppet that. shows. <laughs> I bet you use that exact voice for all the puppets as well. What? Uh, what this one? Or this no, the, uh, the one you were already doing? The m- horrible one. It's me, Lamb Chop. <sighs> this is the song oh. that never ends. <laughs> Oh, that's me, the cookie monster. I am partial to a cookie now and again. <laughs> I'm partial to a cookie now and again. Let it be known to the public, my people, I, on occasion, have been known to enjoy a cookie. Yeah. <sighs> so, uh... Do you let's, think let's... the cookie monster really liked cookies, or if that was just the act, the character that he plays? Mm-hmm. I think that the actual Cookie Monster, I mean, I I think that, you know, after a while, Cookie Monster, they they had to go and say, cookies are a sometimes food, because they... He was in danger of becoming the diabetes monster. No, no, he was diabetic. Oh, he he already reached that point. And he was like, I, me no can eat cookies all the time anymore, can't. Can it be that Cookie Monster eats them sometimes? And then the Sesame Street president was like, No. You, yeah, you Jim can't. Henson's like, No. <laughs> no, Cookie Monster must eat cookies, cookies all monster. the time. But why? Because Jim, 
this is actually not a well-known thing, but Jim Henson was actually just a fucking prick. Was an awful person you'd hate to be around him. Was this a true and thing, or are you making this up? Every everyone was happy to see the back of Jim Henson. You know, they were just like, "Good riddance." <laughs> Glad he's gone. Wow. Oh, Jim. Yeah, the story makers or whatever it was. My my foot. All right. My diabetes ravaged sawn off foot. Shout out to. Mambo Diabetics. Cat. Oh yeah, we, we just shouting out people in the gyps code, are we? I don't know. <laughs> That's just where I'm at, and I'm like, oh. shout out to Gobblatula. Hey, shout out to Stuart Jip. Oh yeah. Um, did you watch Sesame Street when you were a kid? Hell yeah. As an adult, I watched the the I watched Sesame Street and Mister Rogers, baby. I never we never had Mister Rogers over here. That's a damn shame because like. He's, he's, I only know him from like parodies and from like the existence. I, I mean, I know of him because he's that kind of like. It's a beautiful day in the neighborhood, little guy. Yeah, that's him. And his sweaters. I mean, I know he's not. No, I'm not even going to say it. I'm not even going to say it. I'm not going to disparage Mr. Rogers. I won't do it. Um, no, good Mr. Rogers doesn't give off any vibes at all. Good guy. Cracking chap. Good old Rog. Mr. That's what, that's what we, we were on close. I was allowed to call him Rog. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Whenever I saw him, I'd be like, Rog! And he's like, hello there, Stuart Jip. I actually watched the, like. the Tom Hanks movie where Tom Hanks played Mr. Rogers. Was it any good? I gotta say, I, it, I was a complete sucker, and I enjoyed it. It was it was you, pretty sappy, but I, it's, it's like I think that uh, Tom Hanks did a good job capturing uh, Fred Rogers' genuinity. Do you get to see him shagging? Why the fuck would Mr. Rogers ever have sex? <laughs> because he likes to come. I don't <laughs> fucking know. It's, it's just, everyone likes to come. Like, there's nothing wrong with saying that. Hi, neighbor. I mean, Mr. Mr. Rogers, after every show, like, he must have been, like, after, you know. That's how he signed off of every show. <laughs> it's such a good feeling to come out your dick. It's such a good feeling. <laughs> Spooge out your prick. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> oh god. Sweet Jesus. Oh god. I said I'm like I'm not. I'm, I'm, I'm sitting there thinking it's such low hanging fruit to make to, to go for like a oh what if Mr Rogers was sex what if, but sex. I couldn't resist it. What but if it was Mr. all worth Rogers. it. It was all worth it. But that for that. What if Mr Rogers it. fucked? <laughs> yeah. Uh, I mean, I was going to say, what if the Sesame Street puppets fucked? But they did that, didn't they? It was like Avenue Q or, or like the Happy Time Murders or something. They did that. Uh, or Meet the Feebles as well. I don't remember that. Meet the Feebles was a, a Peter Jackson movie. It was his second movie, I think, after Bad Taste. Oh, okay. And it's like a puppet Sesame Street, but adult, so... That's what... Like... They were like, let's make this guy in charge of J.R.R.R.R.R. Tolkien's... Yeah, they watched Brain Dead, and they were like, "Yeah, we should give Lord of the Rings to this guy, James." Brain- really, 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 Roger Tolkien. <laughs> let's do Dilbert. Yeah, I don't. I, I'm gonna anything- not want to talk about Dilbert. Okay, but let's, the only let's- thing I remember about Meet the Feebles is there was a run- running joke that the rabbit puppet thought they had AIDS or something. So, am I being Dilbert again? Uh, if you would like to. 
Okay. Panel one is... Um, God, I, it's difficult to tell you even what's happening. Dilbert is apparently turn, walking up to a junction, turning into a different, into another corridor. Um, importantly, I believe this is the first strip where he's at work. Yeah, yeah, I noticed. This is a huge I, I, deal. Actually, no, I didn't notice. I didn't know where he he is, but I'm guessing he's at work. Okay, he's in a sort Go of on. weird void, yeah. And he's thinking, and he thinks... I can't remember the voice I gave Dilbert. Oh, well, just do some random voice. He thinks... Oh no! If this guy turns left when I go right, we'll end up walking down the hall right next to each other. And then in the next panel, he has indeed turned down the hall with another little guy, and they are walking side by side. Uh, it's a not great perspective in the drawing. It looks like Dilbert has shrunk. Um, and anyway, he's now thinking... I hate this. A huge, empty hallway, and here we are, synchronized like two of the Rockettes. And then in panel three, Dilbert is speaking to Dogbert. He's uh, back home after work. He's back home, yeah. And he's saying, So that's when I knocked on the ladies' room door, yelled, Janitor! And ducked inside. And Dogbert replies, At least you maintained your dignity. Of course, the joke there is that Dilbert, in fact, didn't retain his dignity. No, he's... The, the opposite, if anything. <sighs> mm. not, not a great comic, would you well, say? Well, actually, now now that I... It, now, it just kind of took me a, a little bit to figure out the logistics of it. Like, uh, So, I guess, in the first panel, Dilbert sees a guy walking towards him, coming in the opposite direction... Uh, yeah. That guy turns left, Dilbert turns right, and they're both walking down the same hall together, and that makes sense. And I, you know, I yeah. guess that's relatable a little bit, though. I don't think yeah. uh, I, I'm I'm consider myself to be a little shy at work and stuff, but like not so shy that like I get weirded out by walking down a, a hallway with someone else. I'll, what sort of scenarios would make you shy at work? Um. You know, if someone whipped it, if someone whipped their dick out or something, and they were like, "Get a load of this." Well, no, that that's like, you know, I work in manufacturing. You know, the the dick inspection's part of. You yeah, know, it's just what sorry. you do. So yeah, of course. I'm sorry, I didn't mean to patronize you. Of course, that's fine. You know. So I, I'd say that that after the dick inspection, the part where, uh, you know, all the other guys can, um, use their and again, since I work in manufacturing, a lot of the other guys can do the thing where you use your mind to make your dick explode and, and shoot fire. Um, mm. And I can't really... I'm not at that point yet because oh, a lot God, of the I'm, guys are sorry. older than me. And they've been handling that, machinery a lot longer. That. You'll get it. You'll get it. I Thanks. promise. Yeah. Like, you will get it. You'll know, what, you'll know when, you, when you've got it because it's going to explode. <laughs> but they're like... Hey Gob, hurts like hey hell. Gob, what's the deal? You can't make your dick explode. But the thing is, you can only do it once, and I don't know why they're giving me a hard time. It's like, well, do, do, do they do they come up to you and put their fingers and thumb on their head to spe- look like an L and go loser because you can't explode your own dork? Do you do you work at the same place that I work? Uh, yeah, but I try and stay away from you because I thought it might be awkward if we work together as well as do podcast together. Are you that weird guy with the accent that talks like you? Yeah. Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah, that's me, man. You got me busted. Uh, 
Do they do the okay? They do the dick and balls inspection. Like that goes without saying. Do they also do the anus inspection at your work? No, not at here. They just do COVID tests. Right, but they do them. Do they do them the traditional way? Or do they do them by kind of plying, prying open your anus with a sort of crowbar and then? No, what they do is they take pliers. Oh, wait, you said yeah. crowbar, right? Yeah, crowbar. Yeah, yeah they do yeah. do that. The 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 crowbar aim, anal inspection. Yeah. They do do that, okay, yeah. When you go put your hands on the wall and they sort of have a good look in there. Um, well, no, what they do... To get a really close, like... We do something similar where we have yeah. to uh, bend over backwards. And oh, into a sort of crab you, walk, you almost. clap your hands together like you're about to, you know... Like, imagine somebody diving off a diving board. So yes. they're like... Yes, And then you have to jump backwards really quick... So quick that you like loop around backwards and then you fly up your own butt and disappear. Oh. Vanish. Yeah. And Is there a sound that happens when you vanish? Does it make it kind of a sound? Yeah, it sounds. That's revolting. I know. Well, you're expecting something cartoony. You're you're flying up your own butt. <laughs> I mean, we laugh, but, you know, it's essential. It's a good way to discover whether or not you're suffering from, for example, early onset prostate cancer or something. Yeah. That we just, all you need to do is, like, well, we've all seen the literature. It's like, you know, in the shower, like, check both, like, check the testicles, like, roll it between your finger and thumb, and then, you know, lean backwards like you're about to dive and launch yourself up your own arsehole. Yeah, you fly... For, you know, the final inspection. Exactly. Yeah. So I mean we've all been there. yeah we've all we've all done that obviously. If you wanna party and you think it's sexy, jump into your own anus. <laughs> you know what's interesting is we're talking about leaping into your own ass, but we also at the end of the episode are going to have a song about taking a dump on your own ass. Oh yeah, you're is right. That, is that how you return from this procedure? Is that how you rebirth? Uh, when I wrote the famous. Ending theme to the Dillcast, hmm. uh, titled. Uh, I don't. I don't even know if I came up with the title for this song yet. It's called uh, "Feeling Groovy," <laughs> <laughs> and um, when I wrote it, I was actually thinking about because um, what you do, how do you get out of your own butt? Is actually you spend twenty five years in the Black Lodge. And you, you oh, see, okay, you have to find the right uh, curtain, and then you come out. But the thing is, when you 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 try to come out, you get zapped into non-existence, and then you have to like go through a. Uh, you have to pick the right electrical socket, and you go through the electrical socket, and then you take a a big dump on your own ass. Okay, and then you're you're back into the the land of the living, or whatever. But you sort of come back wrong, like you a bit. You don't really understand the world that well. You're like a weird, kind yeah, of exactly. Shell like version of yourself. Yeah. You, you wear a big green jacket, and yeah, takes a little while for you to get back in the swing of things. And Twin Peaks to return is fucking good, man. I fucking love it. Yeah, man. What a show! What a show! <laughs> right, so 
That's okay. So, what are your? What do you? How do you feel about this Dilbert comic? What are your issues with this Dilbert comic? Um, it's relatable. I, you know, there's there's a lot about Dilbert, the character, that I um I do relate to. He seems a little uh, a little kind of socially awkward. I I, I get that. Um, yeah. and truth be told, I I am a bit shy at work. Uh, but not, not to Dilbert's extent, just like a little kind of, and, and, and something like walk, being kind of afraid of walking down the hall with somebody, you, you kind of, you know, you say hi to each other and then you're like, then what? You're, you're like walking down this long hallway and Okay, do I keep quiet? Do I say, "Hey, did you see the uh, you see the the Giants game last night?" Oh, oh, and now he's gonna figure out that I don't watch baseball. Oh fuck! Oh shit! And then um, when you it's it takes it just takes a while to walk down that hallway to the dick inspection room. It doesn't really feel like. Super fair that one of the teams in professional baseball is made up of giants. Well, they do things a little bit differently in America, like football. Yeah. As I was mentioning in the other episode, yeah, uh, how football is different here. How the Forty ers have forty nine people on their team, yeah, which is and they wild. get yeah. guns and swords, yeah. Um. And you can touch the football. Those are the two differences between America. I mean, if you're a giant, you'd be able to cover like you'd be able to do a home run basically by doing like almost one sort of step. Well, know? that's actually what makes the game interesting. It's because every now and then, um, one of the the baseball guys players, sorry, <laughs> he he throws he pitches the ball. With like a little slingshot, he goes like goes, David what, and Goliath. Can you small, please? Could you make the sound again? Cool. Okay. And then it goes right, right. Yeah. And okay, and that, and what happens then? Like, is that just something that the, the giant can't really? Uh, then do anything about? they try to kill the giants. And, oh, is it uh, like like David and Goliath style? Like, you yeah. can bring down... Oh, I see what you're getting at now. Okay. Yes. I mean, in real life, though, that wouldn't work, would it? Like, you wouldn't be able to bring a giant down with just a small rock. It's made up like the Bible that's fucking fake, isn't it? The Bible's real. I'm I, a ca- I'm looking- you're, you're talking to a Catholic, man. You can't Shit. say... You okay. can't go around okay. saying the Bible's fake. Every... All right, well, I didn't... Okay, it's an allegory, then. How's that? It's an allegory. No, it's literal. Oh, fuck me. Okay. All right, I'm sorry. The Bible is literally true. I'm sorry. I take it back. Everything in the Bible happened for for, for reals, for realsies. That part with uh, James Cameron and the uh, finding the uh, the magic submarine, all real. <laughs> yeah, that that was in the pictures section in my edition. James Cameron stumbles across uh, Enchanted Submarine. Yeah, yeah I think it was in Corinthians. And he and the Beatles go find the Titanic. Yeah. I mean, if you were on the Titanic, then that really was a hard day's night. 
Because <laughs> you got drowned. Because you sank and drowned and It's died. been a hard day's night. And I've been drowning like a log. But when I get to the bottom of the sea. And my corpse is at the bottom. It makes me feel so dead. When I'm dead. <laughs> everything will be black. Oh, damn. When I'm dead. There is no afterlife. Anyway, I'm Catholic. Yeah, so there is an afterlife. Yeah. Because you believe in that. Because you're because you're Catholic. I believe in a thing called heaven. They were from Lower Stuffed, that 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 band. I live quite near where they're from. Oh, you ha- you guys hang out? Yeah, we hang out all the time, me and Justin Hawkins. We, we're really cool. The weird thing is, like, he's not just putting that voice on. That's his actual normal voice. No matter where he goes, it's just that. So if we go to the chip shop, it's just like, And I get a bag of chips with crispy bits. Do you think that every time And I'd like a can of Dr. Pepper. Do you think that every time he walks... Zero! (laughs) (sighs) Go on. Do you think that every time he walks by a music store, he gets really excited and points and goes, Guitar! Yes, I do. <laughs> you know what bit in that in The Darkness' first album, which I am obsessed with, and I think is brilliant? The bit where he goes, You can't! <laughs> it's just a really funny way of saying you can't. Yeah, 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 yeah. Good, good, good album. Permission to land. I quite like it. There you go. Hmm. What's your favorite album of all time? Of all time? Yeah. Um, God, that's a question. Uh, shit, dude. I don't know. Um, damn it. I'm trying to think. Should I give my real answer or should I give a cool answer? You can give both. Okay. Well, the real answer is the Lexicon of Love Part One, ABC. Okay. All right. The cool answer is. The Lexicon of Love Part One by ABC. <laughs> My favorite album is The Lexicon of Hate by DEF. Yep. My real answer is probably something by Beach House. I don't know. The real answer is um, Renegade by Rage Against the Machine. Oh, yeah. It's a renegade of the day and age. It's the time and day for Dilbert. Yay! (laughs) (laughs) Oh, God. Okay. Okay. What about... um, What do you think is Dilbert's favorite album of all time? The character? uh, From Based on what I know of Dilbert, the guy, his Mm. favorite album is... Why did I forget all of music all of a sudden? God, my memory is dog crap. Um, In the airplane over the sea. All right, yeah, yeah. Okay. He goes up to everyone and he's like, Hey guys, I'm just listening to my favorite album, In the Airplane Over the Sea. It's a bit random. You might not have heard of it, but... Yeah. Yeah, it's pretty much my favorite album of all time. Bring In the Airplane Over the Sea, Neutral Milk Hotel. Don't know if you guys are, are familiar with the band, but they put out this album... Uh, it's called In the Airplane Over the Sea. Um, 
Uh, yeah, it's pretty much my favourite album of all time. Um, pretty obscure, I know. It's a bit of an obscure album. It's a bit out there. But it's called uh, In the Airplane Over the Sea. I don't know if you guys have heard of the album In the Airplane Over the Sea. But it's my favourite album of all time uh, by Neutral Milk Hotel, In the Airplane Over the Sea. I don't know, maybe you've not heard it. I listen to it all the time because it's pretty much my favourite album of all time. In the Airplane Over the Sea. Yeah. And everyone's like, shut up, Dilbert. We get it. God. When he when he, he talks about he it, stops. he drums on his 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 belly. Yeah, he pulls his shirt up to expose his belly and drums on it. Yeah, I was gonna say maybe sixty nine love songs by the Magnetic Fields. Does that album actually have sixty nine love songs on it? Yes, it does. Oh, seriously? You know, love must, songs, pretty, songs about love. Short. You know, it must be pretty short. <laughs> no, it's actually it's I think. I think it's like a it's like on three discs or some shit like that. They're all full so full ass songs. So they're all on one disc and it's just like love. God, they they I put love, out oh love. man, they put out this. There was this punk rock compilation that I had or I listened to a while ago. That it was just like these short ass songs, like you know, how there's this. Uh, Descendants songs called I Like Food, and it's just like, I like food, food is good, I like food, food is good, greasy burger, greasy fries, blah, 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 blah. or another song called Coffee Mug that's like, Coffee Mug. Why am I even trying to imitate this? Ugh. So they're in the studio and they're just like, okay, guys, contractually, we have to get another album out tomorrow. And they're we like, need okay, to look around the room, I see a coffee mug, <laughs> here we go, Coffee Mug, Coffee Mug. Yeah, exactly. Like sure. when Neutral Milk Hotel were in the studio and they were looking around and then they saw an airplane over the sea and they imagined being in it and then they wrote in the airplane over the sea. And then like a guy walked in and they were like, and he was carrying some carrot flowers and he was wearing a crown and they were like, hey, it's the king of carrot flowers. Hey, let's a song. Yeah, exactly. And they wrote a song and then the two-headed boy walked in and you get, you get, the, you get the joke. I'm just doing the songs from the album. Made up fucking lies. None of this happened. It's completely false. Never even heard of Neutral Milk Hotel. I'm not even convinced it's real. It's, uh... I'm not convinced that the the hotel is so neutral. They take a, they take a stance on lots of... Evil Milk Hotel. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that would be a good name for a band. I bet someone's taken it. Chaotic Evil Milk Hotel. Don't you... God, do you want to start a band with me? Yeah, I do. Can it be called Evil Milk Hotel? All right, one second. I'll be right back. Okay. You entertain the the, the listeners. So anyway, how are you? How is everyone? I'm doing, I'm doing okay. You know, busy with my work and that and uh, podcast. This is actually the second podcast I've recorded today. I did a Kenneth Sue show episode earlier, so you know, look forward to that if you want to hear me getting really really angry about the Marvel Cinematic Universe. Um, um I've I've also I've got my first Retronauts episode as a presenter to do at some point soon. Um, it's quite nerve-wracking to be honest because uh, it's quite, it seems to be quite feels like there's quite a lot hanging on that though I know it'll be fine I've done podcasts a million times I know exactly that it'll be fine but still kind of scary you know um, I also recorded a new uh, Animania chat a couple of days ago that's finally back that's my Animaniacs podcast that's coming back so you can look forward to that Gob seems to be returning but in robot form and that's fine I can live with that too what he's gone off to do, I guess. Uh, I'm here. Probably, oh, you're here. Okay. Hello. Hello. Yeah, can you hear me? Yeah, I can. Are we starting a band? 
Yeah, I'm playing guitar. Can you hear it? Not really, no. Guitar is not being picked up. This is a disaster. Yeah, I'm here. I can't hear the guitar. It will not. It's not getting picked up at all. Oh, that sucks. That really sucks. Yeah, it's really. It's. It's going to make this segment a bit of a non-starter. <laughs> well, I apologize because uh, Discord, for some reason, only recognizes human voices and not guitars. Yeah, it's a shame. So, uh, we'll have to do a special uh, using some other program where it can pick up guitars, and then we'll be able to do Evil Milk Hotel or whatever we're naming the band. See, I sort of heard a bit of it. I mean, it'll come out. It'll come out when we put the podcast up. Cause it'll be on your end, presumably. But for me, I think Discord is like that's not a man talking. All right, you're gonna have say. to just trust me for a bit, Stuart, and. Uh, you can trust that something magical is going to happen. You'll listen to it later. Okay. So here goes. I'm going to listen. Okay. Hey, yo, it's just another Dilbert. That's that's my rendition of uh, Scott Adams' famous song, "Just Another Dilbert." <laughs> um, okay, I think we're gonna. I think we should consider wrapping it up at this point. Okay, because we have done a, what I could honestly. I think it's been a pretty tight little dill cast, to be honest. Yeah, got some stuff. I've got I see you boys in. over there getting a tight little boner. Tight, tight little boner. Goodness! Shout out to Sick Animation. Go watch everything sick animation related. I, 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 I propose instead of sick animation that we watch wholesome animation, friendly animation, nice animation. I wonder if there is such a... That sounds like a fun little thing. Wholesome animation. Nice animation. Kind animation. So when I think sick animation, which I'm not too familiar with... It makes me think about Happy Tree Friends, and then I become. Oh sad. yeah, you know I've never seen Happy Tree Friends. But... Not even the Fallout Boy music video that is just Happy Tree Friends. No, I never saw it. Oh dang! It was the Carpal Tunnel of Love, one of their songs from uh, their uh, third album, Infinity on High. Hmm. I know way too much about that band. Oh well. Good old Happy Trees and Friends. Oh, you'd think, but um, unfortunately, that, that those cartoons are quite violent and gory. I, I bet I can extend this uh, podcast from forty minutes to two hours. You want to make a bet? I can do that. No, because I don't want that to happen. Hey, Stuart, who's your yeah. favorite VTuber? Oh, jeez. Are you actually asking me this right now? Is this actually happening? Yeah. Inugami Korne. Yeah, mine too. I mean, I like lots of them, though. I like Gora Gura. I like uh, Miko, Sakura Miko. I like 
Maury Calliope as well, she's good. Um, Pakoro, Sada Pakoro's fun. Uh, uh, Subaru is fun, she has a great voice. I like listening to Subaru talk, and I like Amara Polka, the uh, like circus looking one as well. But Karani is the original and the best as far as I'm concerned. Yeah. There you go. She's the OG. Yeah. Well, technically, uh, Kazuna AI was the original, but... I disagree. (laughs) Even though I I, I used to watch Kazuna AI, yeah. You you feel free to disagree. (laughs) (laughs) But yes, um, I feel like this Dilbert... I think this comic has been drained of all of its... uh, of its meaning, really, this comic from the 26th of April in 1989. Uh, but it's an important Dilbert because it does introduce his work while not giving any information about what it actually is. All we know is it takes place in a building that contains hallways. Yeah, I am looking forward to more workplace Dilbert. Same. It doesn't, it's not real Dilbert till he turns up to be at work, really. And uh, that's all. That, that I think that's me. I think I'm think I'm think I think I'm done. I think I'm done. I think that I f- I, I fucked up. I thought that mentioning VTubers would inspire eight hours of conversation, but I think yeah, you summed it up pretty well. They're all about. I love VTubers. I wouldn't have got through the lockdown without VTubers. They made me very happy. Yeah, I, watching uh, watching Corne Corne, um, nice new perspective on video games, really, because uh, so much is uh, about yelling and anger and why games are bad. But with her stuff, it's just about finding kind of joy in anything that she does, which which I find quite. But yeah, um, we should plug our shit. Go ahead, Stu, plug. Plug away. Okay, uh, maryhellcomic.com, that's my comic. At Stupacabra on Twitter is my Twitter. Uh, that's it. I am G-O-B-O-L-A-T-U-L-A on Twitter. And uh, my comic, I do it with my buddy Yosef, is called Please Forgive Me. It's P-L-Z, the number four, G-I-V-E dot M-E. So it's like pulls for give me. Um, my other comic is called It Hurts. It's ithurtscomic.com, uh, ericthejuiceman.com, uh, YouTube, Gobble Atula, um, Dillcast, um, Fartcast coming soon. <laughs> um, you know, uh, workplace dick inspection chat. Uh, the shout out, the shoutcast. No, that's actually a thing. Shoutcast is a thing. The shout out podcast where I spend the entire time giving shout outs to people. Um, cat cast where it's actually just my cats and i hold a microphone up to them whatever they're doing whether it's meowing or batting things around you can look forward to that um you can looking forward you can look forward to uh the pumpkin 
podcast where I it's coming this October where I review everything pumpkin related. Like, hey, what's this? It's a pumpkin. A plus. Hey, what's this? It's pumpkin spice latte. A plus. Hey, what's this? It's a jack o' lantern. A plus. Uh, you can look forward to um, Hurricane Katrina making a comeback. That's not. That's not such a fun thing. But it's a fact. I'm just Is it? that. No, I'm. Okay. I made that up. I'm sorry. <laughs> Jesus. This is the Liar Podcast. We can't have you this can, information on this podcast. No, not at all. You can actually look forward to the official Liars Podcast, where I just literally just tell lies the entire time. Mm. I'm. I create clowns out of my fingernails. God, I wish that were true. Generating clowns. That would be great. Yeah, clown fingers. Clown fingers. Here, here he comes. Here comes old clown fingers. Hey guys, you guys want any clowns? No, thank you, clown fingers. Okay, I'll see you tomorrow. <laughs> <laughs> hey, it's me, clown fingers. <laughs> Guess clown what? Clown fingers. You sound quite a lot like Barney the dinosaur. Oh, they love you. Oh no. I- when, at least in the impersonation I get, my first instinct is to go suck my balls or some shit like that. <laughs> I just love the idea of clown fingers now. Yeah. Hey guys, I have an idea. What if I summoned a bunch of clowns? No, clown fingers, not again! Don't do clown, it. Clown fingers, clown fingers. How is that going to put the fire out? Well, I don't know, but it might be fun. Oh, clowns. <laughs> The thing that Clown Fingers doesn't reveal is that every clown that he summons is just unbearable, unbelievable full body pain in every single one of his fucking nerves. Just like agony for hours just to summon one clown. But nobody knows because he's never actually been asked to summon a clown and he can only ask, he can only summon a clown if he's physically asked to do so. That's him summoning clowns. (laughs) <laughs> yeah, I figured that. Thank you. I did. I guess that was what that was. Could you play us? Can you play us out if we say good night? Can you play us out with your guitar, please? Okay, uh, okay, I'll make up a goodbye song. Could you do a kind of acoustic version of "Take a Dump on My Own Ass"? Okay, with "Let's Get Feeling Groovy." <laughs> Take a big dump on my own ass Gonna take a big dump on my own ass Don't you know that It's not the best idea To shoot clowns out your fingers Or birds out of your ears Just take a big dump and make it come out your butt It's the worst song I've ever played Oh
The end. <laughs> <laughs>